Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Good risings. I'm Jackie. And I'm Brian. And this is Grateful Grains. Welcome back. We are on day three of our week discussing creating change. So we've created a relationship with the future you. We've broken down our goal into achievable milestones. Now comes the hard part. Now it's time to put in the work. Today, we're talking about that sometimes impossible task of cultivating motivation. Today's conversation includes everything from the big goals to the everyday tasks. It's about moving from planning to action. Right. It pertains to everything from deciding you want to change your diet, to wanting to wake up earlier, to doing the laundry, to getting that next major promotion, or that entirely new job. It's about the internal war we wage with ourselves before we've ever even started the work. It's all about defeating what could be perceived as laziness, but internally, it's immobilization. Put simply, it's about maintaining a healthy balance between self-care and productivity. One leads to the other and vice versa. I think it's becoming more common now as we become more aware of trauma. As we pay closer attention to our own internal struggles, we can lose sight of the forest through the trees. If we allow ourselves to become completely immobilized by our inner turmoil to the extent that we're not showing up, we're not showing up for our commitments, we're not showing up for our own self-appointed goals, we're not showing up for other people that we know and love because we've allowed that self-defeating inner dialogue to incapacitate us, we're actually missing out on building healthy bonds with our trauma. We're missing out on the healing that can come from accomplishment, from self-reliance, from dependability, from that fulfilling give and take that comes from relationships both professional and personal. Exactly. The condition of being chronically overwhelmed is a result of that trauma brain telling us it's too much, we can't handle it, we can't make it, we're not good enough, and we don't deserve it. Remember, that annoying little voice in our heads has to be met with awareness. We call it forward, we give it the spotlight that it wants, and then we quickly realize it's got stage fright. Remember, that little monster's kryptonite is gratitude. So we recall that it's trying to protect us from the pain of failure. We thank it for its efforts, and then we turn our attention to the things in life we're grateful for. Right, and in this case, it may serve us to find gratitude that's specific to the work we have to do. So, is it cleaning the house? We focus on the roof over our heads. Is it the laundry? We give thanks for the clothing, the access to water, the washer and dryer, the sink, the hanging wire. Is it showing up for a friend? We find gratitude in that friendship in what it is to us, in what it's been for us, in the opportunity that we have to continue to nourish that bond. Is it a physical chore? We thank our bodies for the ability to do the work. Is it a task at our job? We give thanks for the opportunity to work, to be of service. Maybe we're grateful for the stepping stone this job is providing us, the opportunity for upward trajectory. Maybe it's that we get to connect with people. Maybe it's that we have the chance to make people's days better. Maybe it's an opportunity to work on how we engage with the world around us. Maybe it's just about the city you live in. Regardless, the way to immobilize that voice that might otherwise immobilize you is gratitude. And when we've accomplished the goal, when we've completed the task, we take the time to let that little victory sink in. 
we remind ourselves that we showed up, we did it, and that we can trust ourselves to do what needs to be done. We also circle back to that voice in our heads, that one that tried to immobilize us, and we hold our achievement up so that it can take a good look. We show it that it was wrong. We tell that little voice, next time we're up against a difficult task, a commitment, an obligation, it has no need to question whether or not we're capable. I guarantee if we engage with that inner dialogue in this way, if we make it a habit, that voice will get more and more quiet the more we learn to trust ourselves. This kind of work is the foundation of real confidence. There comes a point where we set aside obligations in order to focus on healing, on reflection, on repair. And then there's a point where we set aside healing, reflection, and repair in order to show up for commitments. We set boundaries with that inner voice that can leave us chronically overwhelmed. And with gratitude, we move toward growth through action, through showing up, through delivering, through accomplishment. Okay, so closing with our question, have you found yourself immobilized by that little voice in your head? Is it standing in the way of a big goal? How might gratitude help you take that next step? Remember, we love hearing from you. If you'd like to share, feel free to comment or message us through the Good Risings Instagram page at Good Risings. And you can find me at JacquelineMWood underscore one. You can find me at The McMuffin. Thanks for listening to Grateful Grains. Be sure to check out the other Good Risings offerings available in our feed. We'll see you again tomorrow for day four of our week on creating change. Until then, remember, a better tomorrow starts with today. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio.